to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, Billiken fans, uh, to our next uh, episode here of From the Stands. It's uh, where we talk all Billiken sports. We've got uh, no no one other than our star from Sykeston, Fred Thatch Jr. here today with us. Uh, I know everybody will enjoy hearing from Fred. Um, Fred is one of those just... Uh, Super engaging, bright young guys that's, that uh, we are so proud to have part of our program. Fred, it feels like yesterday when you and your mom and dad were in my office and we were having our recruiting conversation <laughs> and uh, it, uh, how quickly, how far we've come since then. But uh, I, I will never forget from that moment, I could see how close-knit your family is and what St. Louis and St. Louis University meant to them from that minute. And so uh, why don't you share with, uh, with our fans out there from the recruiting piece to where we are today, how far it's all come, but why SLU and why it's been a great decision for you? You know, um, well, coming in, you know, um, I knew a little bit about SLU, but I didn't know much, you know. So um, coming in, Coach Ford, I found out Coach Ford was coming here. And that just changed everything, you know. Um, I started to watch more games, started to, you know, get, you know, just to get to know more people on the team. I already knew, I already had a connection with Jordan. And um, I heard that Jordan was, thought, thought about coming here. So, um, you know, Coach Ford and his staff, you know, they did a tremendous job. You know, I think Coach Ford, at one point, he called me, like, like every single day, you know, just checking on me, you know, just to see how I was doing. So, I mean, you know, that really just – it really just made a big difference for me because, I mean, as far as when I was getting recruited by other schools, I never really heard much from, like, the head coach. And, you know, um, here at SLU, you know, I heard from the head coach, you know, Coach Ford, you know, Coach – I knew Coach Tate, too, from from uh, AAU basketball. But uh, Coach Ford really just made a difference. You know, he really showed me that he cared about his players at an early, early stage, and he took the time. You know what I'm saying? Really to get to know his players even before they were on campus. So, I mean, I thought, you know, if he took the time to know somebody who possibly wouldn't even come to the school that he was coaching at, just imagine how much love, you know, how much, you know, how much he really cared about the players that he's coaching, that he's with consistently on a daily basis. So, you know, that really, that really just stood out to me. And then, you know, when I came on my visit, I came on my visit with Jordan. I want to say it was my junior year. It was, it was an early visit. I committed pretty early, but um, I came on my visit with Jordan, and I was like, "Man, this this is really this is it." You know, everybody is just so friendly. The environment is just it's a beautiful environment. Campus is beautiful. You can see the arch from the apartments. You know, the dorms are nice. You know, everything just fell in place. But the the main thing that I enjoyed about SLU when I come to the games is just how friendly everybody is. I mean, the staff. You know, the the workers. Just everybody just shows love. And I honestly feel like that's really one of the main reasons that brought me here from the coaching staff showing love to the, the staff showing love to the fans showing love. Just it's just it's just a love it's just a lovely place to be at. So it's just really love that really just connected me to SLU. And then of course, you know, it's close to home. My parents would be able to come to all the games. So I just thought, yeah, this would definitely be the place for me. And not to include the education, I mean, academically, SLU is definitely a, a top spot to be. 
you get a degree from SLU, that, that shows up big time on the resume. So it just, it just has every piece of the puzzle that I needed to be successful in life. So Fred, we fast forward. We move, we move two, two years forward. You get, you get arguably one of the biggest rebounds in school history against Bonaventure. We win, we go on our run, we go to the NCAA tournament. Um, you're a, you're a, Dean's list in the business school. You're smoking it in the classroom. You've got all these pieces coming. Um, you had you had a health issue last year that you've learned how to you've learned how to deal with and take care of your body, as as I've heard you speak before. And then and then you, as I see it, you, you've really figured out the bigger picture. Well, you came in February and spoke to some of our donors about our vision and where we go and how we support the kids. Um, where do you see it today? Uh, here you are. You've been here a couple years. You've seen a little bit of college. You've seen a little bit of college basketball. And, and as I see you, Fred, you're growing so much off the court, and it happens on the court at the same time. Mm-hmm. Coach Ford tells me that you're the most consistent player on the court right now, mm-hmm. and your game just keeps getting better and better because I've watched you work. You work super hard. But how do you see where you are today? and where you're, where you're going, um, and how SLU has helped prepare you? You know, um, honestly, I honestly think, like, the main thing that made me grow up, I wouldn't even say grow up, but it just taught me a lot about life and just the SLU and just the community of SLU is when I got injured last year. I mean, like, coming in freshman year, you know, I just, you know, I wanted to get good grades. I just wanted to make all my teammates and coaches happy. So, you know, I really just went with the flow. You know, I just tried to enjoy myself, and I just tried to do everything right. But then, you know, coming in sophomore year, freshman summer, I worked extremely hard on my game, you know, trying to get my shot down, you know, working on, like, just little small things in my game, which I probably – I definitely probably overdid it because I was working out, like, three times every single day. I didn't really take any breaks. So, I mean, that, that really hurt me. But besides that, though, I really wasn't eating that good. I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't getting the proper sleep that I needed. I just wasn't taking care of my body because at the time, you know, I was young. I was just kind of just, you know, just assuming like, okay, I'm going to be good because I could just do what I can do. But it caught up with me. And uh, sophomore season, it kind of just hit me like, man, I don't feel, I don't feel like myself, you know, like my body wasn't working properly. I was cramping all the time. I was always sleepy. I wasn't eating enough food. I would probably go days where I just like eat one meal and then practice all day. So it just, I had extremely bad habits. So I can definitely say me getting injured and just basically it humbled me and it showed me that like, it's a lot that I needed to learn that's off the court besides just playing on the court. So when I got injured, it allowed me to fix my diet. I found out what I was eating, what I was doing wrong. It made me value sleep. I mean, so I realized how many hours of sleep I needed was crucial for me to be good on and off the court. And then I noticed that, like, uh, as far as hydration, I wasn't drinking plenty of no water, really. So after that, I just started to drink, like, two gallons a day. So it's just, like, the small things that really just helped me transform and today. And then, like, actually sitting out, I feel like it actually helped me learn more about the game. I mean – because, you know, while you're playing and while you're watching, it's just a completely different feel because you get to see the game move at different different speeds. So sitting out, I got to watch Sway. I got well, Yuri. I got to watch how he picked apart different defenses. I got to watch JP some of his moves, you know. I got to watch Haas on the defensive end. So you can just really just pay attention to small aspects of the game while you're sitting out. Like each game, I actually tried to watch, like, one particular person 
that game just to catch on and just to see different small things that he do, like just to, you know what I'm saying, try to add to my game so I can actually get something from the game. Because, I mean, I wasn't really in the best place emotionally, so I just felt like, you know, it got to be some good coming out of this. So I just tried to do the small things to just try to fix my game. But, I mean, I honestly just feel like that whole deal just really just moved me in a moving direction. Of course, it, it was a setback, but I feel like, if that didn't happen to me, I wouldn't have learned anything that I've learned so far about my body, my health, and just what I needed to just be great, even when basketball was over with. So I just feel like that really benefited me and it, it helped me move in a, the right direction. It's all how we learn from our obstacles, right? Yeah. You have the obstacle, how you learn. It's sport, it's life. It's, and you are a perfect example as a young person that you got forced to learn, right? You didn't have any choice. But what you did, and, and we're talking all the time with our coaches right now about we take this pandemic, we either take it and get way better or we retreat. And there's no question that departmentally, that basketball, that our other sports, you can see people elevating their game through this. And that's what's so exciting to me is to see young people like you and how you're elevating your game going through this process. And the end result is going to be off the charts. That's what, that's what I'm so encouraged by. Um, one, thing, one thing that you're doing right now that I, I, was, I wanted to have you share is you're one of our members on the Atlantic 10 Commission for Racial Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. And, uh, and I was so happy that you, that you were nominated and that we got you on that group because I think it's a real way for you to use your leadership skills to help our program our community and really embrace. So uh, would you share a little bit about what you're doing with that group? So, you know, uh, basically like we just, uh, I basically take a lot of ideas from my teammates and just different athletes. And I try to share them with Dr. Smith and Arike to try to just get different stuff done as far as from the social justice point of view and from just, you know, player happiness, you know, just so we can try to make change as far as in the, the A-10 and conference just in general. But I mean, but honestly, like right now, like the main points we're trying to hit is uh, just everything that's going on with the world right now. You know, we want to make it a, a better place. I'm trying to, I'm actually learning how to use my platform more. And me learning that is I'm trying to help my teammates understand that their platform matters too and their voice matters. So I feel like just the things that we're doing, like the other day we did, uh, like it was a registered vote. So me and some of my teammates, well, actually all of my teammates, we just had different times we go out there, just hold signs, you know, encourage people to vote. Just, it's just the small things like that that's really just, that this, as far as the A-10 commission is really, it's opening my eyes and it's allowing me to help others grow too so we can understand that we actually have a voice. So, I mean, like, we, we got a lot of things stored up now that we're working on that we're trying to get done fairly soon from, like, the Black Lives Matter movement that it should be big when we get it done as far as from like in the conference and just like on campus in general. So um, we actually got a lot of good stuff coming up and I'm excited to see how they turn out and the effect they have on people. Well, I, I think it's great that you're using your, let's face it, Fred, you have natural leadership ability. We know that we've talked about that. And so then the, the issue is how do you use it? Right? right. How do you use it? How do you use your platform? How do you use it in a positive way? And it starts with yourself, then with your team, then with your community. And that's what I'm so proud of what you're doing and embracing. When I saw the shots of you guys out encouraging people to vote and encouraging what, what happens and you and I have talked about it, it, it when we talk about gratitude, right? 
We talk mm-hmm. about some, being part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. What you're doing is you're helping be part of something bigger than yourself. And the great athletes, what they do is that's how they manage themselves because then on the court, it makes it so much easier, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so I am super proud of what you're doing and how you're helping your teammates do that stuff. And I can't wait to see the end results also because we're making this place a better place every day because of people like you. And so I, I applaud you and I thank you. I thank you for doing that. So let's talk hoops. Let's talk hoops now. Let's talk the bread and butter. Okay. Uh, what should the Billiken fans uh, expect to see from Fred Thatch this season and from the Billiken team? Um, for me personally, um, tons of energy, um, great defense, um, knocking out open shots. I'm actually getting a lot better with actually having a ball in my hand, like coming off pick and rolls and making plays for my team. So I think that could really help. But besides that, just bringing energy and just trying to do whatever I need to do to make the team win from that point of view. You know, I'm not really asking for too much, especially after last season, you know, I know I got to work my way back up because I really haven't proven myself to the fans yet because they honestly don't know what I can do. Like, I know that I can do because, I mean, the injury kind of set me back. But, you know, I just want to just allow people to know, like, that I can really play basketball. <laughs> so I'm just trying to really stay healthy so they can get that the good side of me that I want them to see. So they should be in for a good treat if I can keep it, keep it up and doing what I'm doing. From um, a team point of view, man, this is – as far as off the court, our energy and our just our love for one another is through the roof. I mean, we really do like love each other as a, as a team. Like the relationships and like just our chemistry off the court is amazing. And like as far as on the court, how we look and how we got every single thing we need as far as weapons. We got shooters. We got defenders. We got people that can do it all. We got energy. We got good. We got good leaders. We got good freshmen who listen. So as far as from that, I mean, it should be. We got good coaching staff. I just think it should really be a great season if everybody just keep their head on straight and we keep moving in the right direction every single day. We got a chance to to be really good, I feel, as a team. Yeah, it's exciting uh, for me to watch because there's no question this team is as close as any of I've, I've seen here at SLU. Uh, from I watch you guys walking across campus with your masks on and, and, and doing what guys do to watching on the team, the, the competitiveness on the court, what, what I've noticed, unbelievable. But I, I got a question for you, Fred. You have the ability, you mentioned it, being a great defender. What does it take to be an elite defender? Oh, well, um, because you, yeah. Travis says you have the ability to be an elite defender. You watch the NBA finals right now, they talk about elite defenders and how they change the game. Mm-hmm. What, what do you see as being an elite defender? What's it take to do that? You know, honestly, I think the, the first thing that people need to, like, just realize, like, being a, a good defender is really instincts. So, I mean, like, you can, like, practice, like, staying low and moving your feet getting quicker. But then at a certain point, you got to just be able to move your body extremely fast and react to whatever the offense is doing. Because, in my opinion, I feel like the offense has an advantage. So, being a defender – you have no clue what they're going to do, so you really have to just trust your instincts and go with it. So as far as me, it's my physical. My physicality really helps me. I mean, I'm about 215. I mean, I got like a 44-inch vertical. I mean, like I'm, I'm strong. So I feel like that really helps me. My recovery time is really fast. Like I'm quick on my feet. So just my physicality can really put a lot on a person as far as me pounding them. Like I'm, I'm going to get after somebody because I'm aggressive. I'm just an aggressive player. 
And I mean, I can block shots. I can, I can recover. So it's just, you got to really just come with it with me. So I feel like as far as like physicality, you got good physicality, you got good instincts and you don't overcomplicate yourself on defense. You just do the small things. You don't need to overthink it. You got to just trust your body. I feel like that really is what makes people a good defender and talking. But communicating, right? I hear coach talk to you guys all the time about that. When it, when it gets too quiet, all of a sudden practice gets a little loud. I've noticed. <laughs> For sure. Well, um, there's no question that you uh, make a major difference on this team. I, I will tell you one of the greatest phone calls I got was last spring and it came from Fred Thatch senior. And you know, when my phone's ringing and it's from a parent, it's not always good news. <laughs> it's, not, it's not always good news, but Fred Thatch Sr. calls me and says, uh, hey, Chris, uh, I want to tell you, my son is a scholar student and on the dean's list. And the pride that your family takes and the pride that you take on the academic side, I got to tell you, is, is second to none. And I think that's, that's just a testament to where you come from what your foundation is and why you're going to be such a great, uh, you know, successful person long-term. But what I'm really excited about is how you're making a difference at SLU right now, how you're making a difference both on the court and off the court. And that's why we are unbelievably proud to have you as a Billiken. What else would you, anything else you want to share with the Billiken faithful out there? Any other tidbit they, they should be looking for when this team rolls out on the court come November, December? Uh, just excitement. I mean, we're extremely athletic this year. Man, we got some some flyers. <laughs> People just flying everywhere. So just excitement and just a lot of fun. You know, we we really we're really really ready. I'm sorry. We really excited to play against somebody different between ourselves. I mean, it 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 gets old going against your teammates every single day. I wouldn't say it gets old, but it's just kind of like the same feeling, you know, because you know at one, some one point you know what all your teammates are going to do, you know their moves, you know. So it's just really just compete, see who have the best days, different days. So I'm, we just really excited to go against some another team, another opponent. So I just feel like they should be excited for that. Now. And I mean, I just feel like the energy and the environment is just amazing. So we should move in the right direction. So I feel they should be excited for a, a great season this year. We clearly are, and it's because of uh, people like you and Jordan – and Haas and company who've been here for a while and who are leading, showing the young guys what it takes to be on Team Blue and going out and competing at the highest level, which I think uh, is what it's all about. All right, Fred, you get the last word. You're the rock star here. You get the last word for the Billiken faithful. What do you want to tell them as we uh, sign off here today? Um, I'm really in kind of a <laughs> Black Lives Movement kind of, kind of vibe. I kind of been locked in on that. Just continue to love your family. I mean, family is, at the end of the day, they're going to be there for you through the good and the bad. And just continue to try to make change in the world. I mean, we're in a, we in a tough spot right now, but love is always stronger than hate. That's why I try to live my life. So just stay positive. Fred, I, could, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. It's yeah. all about how we care about each other, relationships with each other, mm-hmm. and helping. And if we serve each other, there's nothing we can't get done. Hey, Fred, great job. Thanks, right. thanks for being our rock star. I will see you at practice today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thanks, big man. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens.